exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the truth It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gon' this town tonight Hey, welcome to another Quamalasa Sports Sometime Rich with Ken from the ATL with Samaj, just one of the guys, Kadir. We are live. I got Alex in the studio. Uh, welcome to the show, Alex, Samaj. Good thank morning. you, thank you. Good morning, fellas. Well, we got a lot to talk about. You know, this, it was, uh, well, I didn't know, you know, I don't know, Ken and I might be sometimes Rich and Ken. I don't know if Ken going to show up sometime. Come on now, come on now. Ken is always in here. Well, I, I, was, just ready, I was just ready to get my, get my blast on. Yeah, you get your blast on. It's always on Coach Rich. Yeah, yeah. I was ready to get my blast on because, uh, well, well Monk, and, Monk didn't tell me uh, you was on. You must have just popped on the scene. He just popped in. That's that's what it was. Yeah, but we got uh, Alex in the studio. You, you guys remember him from last yeah, time. Of course. How's it going? Um, yeah. Well, we got a lot to talk about. I am freshly back into the States, man. I was... I had a good I had a good time in uh Regina, not to be confused, uh in Saskatchewan, Canada. Uh it was a good time. We did an FBU camp, had fun, man. Had fun. That's good. That's good. So I'm back in the States and everything's jumping off in the world of sports. Uh we're gonna talk some Mark Jackson before we get into that. I wanna do uh talk a little Stanley Cup, but not so much to talk about it, just to bring it up because it is a now and it is a series. Um and we I be in and out of that. Uh we're gonna talk USC. I know you got something to say about USC. Uh, and we can uh, we move on from there. How that sound? Sounds good to me. Sounds right. good to me. Sounds yeah. good to me. We got a lot to talk about. We, I, I, we got a minute with Ken, right? Oh yeah. Okay, oh, we, we definitely got a, got a minute. minute too. Okay, well that's good. <laughs> good, good stuff. Um, but I, I don't know if you guys watched any of the hockey stuff, man. But there was some brutal hits out there last night. Ooh, uh, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was like it was almost like a football game. And I, and I always said that I thought, and I think hockey and rugby. It's some of the most physical, rough sports in the game, in, in major leagues, in the major league sports. Uh, you, you guys may think something else, but these guys go at it. I mean, they do stuff on skates. Most of these guys, uh, hockey guys, can't even walk, but they skate to perfection. Uh, so I, I, I still think what they do on the ice, on those skates, is outstanding, man, and it's, and it's tough. Uh, not to be confused with football, not to be confused with football, because it's still one of the most um, uh, number one sports in the world. And it's only played in the United States, mainly played in the United States. I, again, I was in Canada, but they have different rules, man. I learned a lot of rules about the Canadian Football League. Uh, it's crazy. But last night, hockey's game. Nathan Horton was uh, uh, with a concussion, would most likely miss the rest of the series, uh, of the finals games, and which is which is crazy. Because how often do you get to a finals, and now you got to miss it because you're taking a brutal hit from uh, Canucks Aaron Rome. Boston did get back into the series, though, they, by winning the last night's game with an 8-1 to one score. Uh, so that was crazy. 
Vancouver yeah. Vancouver does lead the series two one mm. in game four tomorrow. Now today, probably right now, it's probably it's, it may be already happening. The NHL is scheduled to hold a, a hearing with Aaron Rowe about his disciplinary. It's a disciplinary hearing about the actions, and so he may, and we'll see if he missed the rest of the finals. And um, one game. You think one game for the hit because this yeah, is what the, the NHL is. Same type of hit that uh, <clears throat> was levied uh, on another player that they had played in the uh, uh, the opening series, and um, it was only a one game suspension. And this this hit was no different from that one. I mean, if you look at most of your uh, finals uh, concussion put out hits, they're they're mostly only one, maximum two games. But uh, you you talk about uh, Aaron Rowan, who's not. He's not that guy. A dirty player. Right. He's not a dirty player. Yeah, but he saw the shot, took the shot, and this is and and you go across the league, uh, the NHL, and and it's probably like a fifty fifty split. What guys keep guys keep mentioning that this is one of the things that the um, the uh, league is trying to crack down on, and that's um, these concussions and these hits that's creating these concussions. A lot of times, the hit itself is one thing, but when he falls on the ground and hit his head, that's a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Uh, I thought when I saw the shot, I said, wow, nice hit. That was a good hit. Mm. Uh, But they say he kind of launched and went to the head area. And when you do that, and that's how it looks on film after they review this thing, uh, he will be suspended. It being the finals, I I don't know one game. I mean, how do you penalize this guy? It it, it could be one game, but he's back on the ice, whereas Mm. uh, Nathan Horton for the, uh, the Bruins would not play the rest of the series. Because mm-hmm. because it takes a while for concussions uh, to get your senses back, uh, you got to go through all sorts of tests, uh, and, and you guys know that to get to even be allowed back at practice, not alone a game. Uh, so so but one they, game one game would benefit him greatly. That would benefit the Bruins. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, Vancouver greatly if, if that's the case. Well, Vancouver was picked to win the series anyway. I mean, this is their year. Well, uh, but you also look at. This is a phys- This is the most physical sports there is in sports. I agree. They, they, I this, will this agree. Is a, this is a league that tolerates hand-to-hand combat on the ice. <laughs> they let them do it. Punches <laughs> from, from, from knuckles and punches and fists. And, I mean, what, what's next? We take the skate off and yeah. go upside the guy's head with a skate blade? You know what? They... If you're going to crack down on, on concussions, crack down on everything then. Eliminate right. the fighting on the ice, which they're not going to do, so you can't crack down on, on these hits right here because they're not going to take away the gloves off, shirts over the back fighting. They're right. not going to do it. <laughs> well, they, they they cut down on some of the fighting, and by, by that I mean they cut down on some of the time allowing them to fight. Then the referees step in at least about 45 to 60 seconds once the fight starts. But, yeah, that that is the nature of that game right there. They allow it and they tolerate it. Uh, but I think, I mean, you, hit a, you get into the fight, you hit a guy in the head, you can get a concussion, especially if he's already had one. Whoa! I've seen that. I'm yeah. watching it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He 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 took a brutal hit, and I, I just thought it was a good hit. Unfortunately, that it is the game, and this is the final. So one game. I don't know, Alex. You got anything to weigh in on that? Yeah, I mean, the thing about the fighting is that's the novelty of the sport. If you don't watch hockey, you know, yeah. you, that's why you. That's why kids used to buy video games so they could fight right. in hockey. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the other thing about about the hitting and everything, you know. Uh, going back to what Kwame said, these these guys are on skates. It's not like football where you can kind of stop if you're going to hit somebody hard. They're going full force, and it's pretty hard to stop on ice at, at that short a time. So I mean, it's 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 going to be unavoidable in most cases. But yeah, I would say I would say probably one game suspension would be good for that hit. 
Yeah, and and just realize also that hockey players, a lot of people don't know because a lot of people don't watch hockey or they just see them all padded up. Hockey players are big, yep. physical, brutal guys. And mm-hmm. you talk about going, your you average guy is about 6'4 to 6'8. Uh, Mario, I believe Mario Lemieux himself was, what, 6'6? Mm-hmm. Going about almost 250, 260. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about these guys going that fast. You, these guys skate faster than the guy running a 40. That bad, that big, trying to stop at the stop of a dime, and most like a football player, and hit these guys, and also hitting your head on the ice as opposed to hitting your head on the ground on the grass or against the boards or against Mm -hmm. your own players. That you know, another sport, another sport is arena football. But these hockey guys, um, they are blue collar guys. These guys that show up to work. This this is this is not your Ivy type thing. That regardless of what school they come from, uh, you look across the board, and these guys are coming from some of the grimiest schools. But wow. they can but they can skate, and I say grimy because we're talking about hockey. And hockey is very very physical. Uh, we all agree on that. I, I think another sport with, with that physicalness is a uh, and more suicidal. I think is arena football. Those guys are <laughs> those guys are hitting. Why do you the say world. suicidal? Shoot, they hitting the wall, same as hockey. They hitting the walls, hitting their head, they, them limbs. But they're not fighting though. They might the walls as well are fight. padded in arena football, aren't they? Yeah, they come pad. You can hit a guy. You can not suicide. Nobody's gonna kill himself. But uh, <laughs> but uh, that that sport alone, man, that that small field, and then the action is a, it's a fast paced game. Um, but hitting them, hitting the wall, uh, getting hit into the wall, mm. it, it is a physical game. Yeah. Well, I know you guys have sold me because y'all got me want to go to see the L.A. Kings now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to check out this. this hockey. Hockey's a fun sport. I came I, when I first got out here. I used to go to the hockey games when they used to have the whiteouts. That's probably where well, the whiteouts is usually during the playoff time. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. it, oh, they love it. They love they love it like they uh, love soccer overseas. I'm gonna have to check it out. It's good. It's a good atmosphere. I got a question for you. What's that? Alex. Okay, so they're trying to get people to watch hockey and they only put it on versus they put finals games on the versus half the people don't get versus right mm-hmm. so you put it on nbc people are forced to watch it mm-hmm. right. i mean you know you got your primetime tv and stuff but put it on ABC, put it on something that people get to actually watch yeah in verse nobody watches verse except for hunters you know or whatever <laughs> race car drivers yeah who else watches verses and, and, and bass mouth fishing yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh it, it, it is man but but look tomorrow tomorrow night is the uh game four the um the Bruins lead they when well, they got into the series because it was two down Vancouver and can you mention they was picked to win it yeah they are picked to win it but when you in the finals you in the finals anything can happen we watched the uh, Miami and we get into that Miami game we watched the uh, Dallas Mavericks we get into that game but let me ask you guys a question Golden State Warriors hire Mark Jackson is that a good or not I mean these guys were thirty six and forty six last year seventh ring offense twenty seventh ring defense. I mean this, and they bring good leadership um, with this guy Mark Jackson, who was an ESPN analyst, uh, doing all the games for them during the uh, postseason. His he is a three-year deal for six million, um, which is nothing as a coach, uh, but it is his first time there. I used to think he was a, I thought he was an assistant coach at one point in Indiana, but I'm not sure. We have to check on that. Alex probably can get that. I don't know. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Um, but is it a good fit or not in his first time coaching? Because he, the Warriors have nothing to lose. You're right. They, they don't have nothing to lose, so why not roll the dice? This has been a troubled franchise for for God knows how long. What since Rick Barry was there or something? <laughs> right. You know. Uh, but why not roll the dice on Mark Jackson? Mark Jackson is a very intelligent, uh, knowledgeable basketball uh, ex-player, current analyst. Now he knows the game. 
Um, he demands a lot of respect, not amongst, uh, not just amongst veterans, but young players as well. He's going to go in there. He's going to gain the locker room, which is the biggest and most important thing. And as you know, Kwame, as an ex-player, mm-hmm. you've got to have a coach that can come in there and command the locker room. Right. He's going to get that as soon as he steps into the building. Uh, and I think, no, no experience, though. I, I think the one thing that happened, though, Samaj, is uh, – uh, he played 17 in, seventeen years in the league, and you go into a Golden okay. State Warriors who has a, you know, if a guy come in who plays 17 years, I'm going to find out how did he play that long, why did he play that long. He he has to know something about the game to endure that. Some guys, we see a lot of guys get drafted uh, from these major schools, and, and you may see them in five years, they, they're not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a guy like Mark Jackson played 17 years when he played, uh, and the, and the guys he played against and was still able to hold his own. Mm-hmm. He was a defensive guy, so hopefully mm-hmm. he bring that defense. Uh, they were ranked twenty seventh on defense, mm-hmm. uh, so hopefully he bring that defensive minded like uh, Thibodeau did from the Celtics to the mm-hmm. Chicago. He mm-hmm. bring that to them, and they uh, within that three years uh, make them a contender, make them mm-hmm. uh, formidable, get get in there and play some competitive basketball games. Mm-hmm. You got to remember something. He is a what point. Guard. guard. What are most of your coaches, uh, ex-player coaches were? Point, point guards. guards. Who called okay. the plays out there on the floors? Point, point guards. Guard. This man did it for 17 years. He was an on-the-court coach already. Yeah. Okay, but we'll see. We'll see what he brings to the table. Hopefully he can help him out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they did choose him after they was going to go with Mike Brown before he went to the Lakers, so we'll see. Yeah, I, there's no way I don't think they would get Unless uh, Mike Brown... Um, was desperate, desperate for a job. But you get, you ask me, you ask me, if you ask me, do I want the Lakers job or the Golden State Warriors job? And I'm still gonna be in California. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Hollywood. I'm thinking Hollywood. I'm thinking Hollywood. We got two minutes of break. So you guys got a little bit more to add on to that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know what? I, what I wanted to add on is <laughs> Mark Jackson. Wasn't he in contention to be going to? Uh, uh, one of the uh, other New York teams, because uh, I don't think Dan, Dan, Dan Antonio is going to make it in New York past it after this next season. You, I, you know what? If this New York Knicks team doesn't make it past, I would say, a uh, winning record by All-Star break, you best believe they're going to be calling for Phil Jackson to come in uh, ASAP. There's still a team in a – no way. There's still a team in a Seattle, right? There's still a team. Mm-hmm. There's no because Oklahoma's the Thunder went. Mm-hmm. Dan, no, that's, that's, that's the Thunder. I, I, yeah, Thunder went to uh, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Dan, um, uh, I think he's going to. Uh, there's a team up north. That I think he may end up, and it might it might have been the Golden State Warriors. It well, might have been. Pistons just lost their coach. Yeah, Cooster. Uh, uh, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he okay. you get, with, he got to have some players, man. How you leave Carmelo, um, Stoudemire? How you leave those guys when you? I mean, you want to put these pieces of puzzles together to win. I think they were a few practices away, just like LeBron and them. See, LeBron went at the beginning of the season. Carmelo came at the end of the season where he he was only allowed to practice with these guys for probably 27 practices. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, they're in the playoffs. So I think some time together, get that chemistry together, find out who's going to take that last shot, who's going to be who. Uh, and that's the situation we're having right now with Miami Heat. So we, we'll take a break and we'll come back. We'll talk about the – Dallas Mavericks, Miami Heat game, and who's who and what's what. Kwame Lasso Sports, sometime rich with Ken from the ATL. Samir Kadir. We have uh, Samaj Kadir. She just one of the guys, that's all. Uh, we got Alex. She got Alex in the studio. We'll be back in two minutes.
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Tired of the same mundane talk radio show, boring opinions, and people not knowing or telling the truth? Tune into The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. This show is brought to you by two men who know the good, the bad, and the ugly of professional sports. Josh and Otis's experience and careers in the NFL give them access to the inside information and a reason to have a candid opinion. Tune into the Voice America Sports Channel Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific. The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. It's more than sports talk. It's a way of life. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. We are back to the show. In the studio, we got Alex, uh, not Samir, but Samaj, <laughs> one of the guys, just one of the guys, Kadir, uh, always in the ATL, Ken. Um, we're back, man. We were talking about Mark Jackson, but I do want to stay on this basketball and get to some of the um, uh, the Dallas Mavericks, the uh, playoffs here, the Dallas Mavericks and the um, – uh, Miami Heat. You know, a lot of people talking about this, uh, that the Heat, that the Dallas Mavericks gave this game away. Were they ever in the lead in this game? I don't think they were ever in the lead. And if that's the case, what do you say about game two that played, that was played in the um, uh, played in Miami? Uh, so these guys, uh, you can't say they gave them away if they never had the lead. I don't think they even had, even if that was the case, they never had control of this game. I think D-Wade is on fire. I think D-Wade is, mm-hmm. I think D-Wade in the finals has taken, because we've seen him not hit these shots. But I do have a problem. You guys could touch on this. It's not a problem as far as my problem, but I've got a concern about why LeBron is not taking these last shots. And he was, he's been taking these last shots all year since he got there. At one point, I thought it was his team. So, so you guys can weigh in on that. But, yeah, this, this, this finals right here probably going to be a five-game final. When is the last time LeBron hit a game-winning shot since he's been in Miami? Cleveland. It's been a minute. It's been the same. Probably the last time Rich called, Coach B was on the show. <laughs> well, I think, I think um, uh, since Dwayne Wade was doing his thing, LeBron just fell back a little bit. Um, when you got two strong players on your team, you know, it's hard for both of them to be the superstar. So I think um, as a team decision, he just fell back and let Wade do his thing. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to remember something. Dwayne Wade is the second leading average scorer in NBA playoff history. True. At 33.0 behind who? Rick Barry at uh, 36 uh, points. LeBron is not even on that list. Okay, mm-hmm. So who do you want in the finals? 
taking these last shots? Who's, who wants to take control of the game? Who wants to score? Dwayne Wade. The man has over right. 2,300 points in in uh, finals history. That's outstanding when you when you okay. add, when you think about the guys that were been in finals. Mm-hmm. That, that is outstanding. And mm-hmm. if you remember, and I'll let you finish, Ken. If you remember who hit that last shot uh, was Bosch, a guy we don't I personally don't like because he's a big man. 15, 20 feet away from the basket won't won't be physical. Even though he'll get rejected out of there, but you got to establish mm-hmm. something uh, mm-hmm. as a big man like that. But mm-hmm. uh, but I just want to add that in. Would you? Yeah, and you got to remember something. Dwayne Wade is also a former what MVP final. finals. Okay, so why not? I mean, LeBron, LeBron James came to Miami to win championships. Right. Was he supposed to come and be the man or be behind the man next to the man? Well, I, you know that's that's a great question because when I when he when he got there, I thought I actually thought he was trying to take over the Wayne Wade team. Dwayne has been hurt since training camp, since they talk about practicing on a military base. He has been somewhat injured, uh, but but he is the guy that shows up. It, it's no it's no secret why he's the second guy in, in finals in scoring. Uh, he shows up for those games. Yeah, shows up and shows out. He's yeah. going to win his second NBA Finals MVP at the rate that they're going. If they win this series, Dwayne Wade will be the yeah. MVP of the finals. Yeah, you know, there's, there's no yeah. way you can give it to do uh, LeBron James. And there, he, there goes the dissension in the ranks right there because LeBron really probably feeling like he's he's got this team to where they are right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, like you mentioned earlier, he has missed a lot of shots mm-hmm. um, as well. He's amazing. You talk about a guy. Let's go over here. I compare him to this guy. Um, and I, and this will be the only time I hopefully I do this. Mm-hmm. Terrell Owens uh, catching a lot of balls. They talk about all the balls he catches, but look at all the balls he dropped. He probably dropped just as many. Mm-hmm. LeBron probably missed. It. Wait, he's a shooter. He's always a shooter. He's always gonna feel like that next shot go go in. But uh, those final shots uh, of the game, he missed more than he made, mm-hmm. and he missed more than he made. So when the when D Wade has the ball in his hand, uh, I'd rather win lose with that guy uh, taking the last shot. As arrogant as LeBron James is, do you really think he's going to be very disappointed, happy, or disappointed if LeBron, if Le, Dwayne Wade gets the MVP of the final? He makes. I think a, he'll be happy. I think he'll be happy. No way. I, I, no. <laughs> no way. No, no way. No, because he's being a team player. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take that. Uh, ain't no that team players. Ain't no team players on no team. He went there but because <laughs> he went there, but. Go ahead, Alex. He went there because he knew that Dwayne Wade would not make a ruckus uh, in the press okay. if he took over. Dwayne Wade hasn't said anything all year about not getting his shots. Well, also, they both average about 26, 27 points a game each. So, um, I don't know. I think that with the uh, – Dwayne Wade had a better game than LeBron did that game, and he took the final – or he would have taken the final shot if, if it were to be between the two of them. I mean, right. I, I think usually the whole year it's been whoever's, ha- whoever's hot that game will take the shot. To take it. <laughs> right. It, I, other one falls back. Isn't it sick, though, that this is what we're talking about? We're not talking about anything having to do with the team. We're talking about who takes the last shot. That's right. what everybody's <laughs> been talking about the whole year. Who's going to take the last shot? Who's going to be pissed if they don't get the right shot? It's just, I don't, I don't, I think, I think Eric Spolster should be fired. I think that's you, a, that's you a think little so? off, but Who's yeah. Fired? I mean, <laughs> for what, what, what <laughs> reason? It's, it's three, I, I've, I haven't been upset watching a finals game maybe ever, besides the Lakers maybe losing, but Eric Spolster has no control over that team. It's LeBron James. Dwayne Wade, and whoever they decide to pass the ball to. Eric Spolstra, if Phil Jackson was there, they would sweep this series. They wouldn't have lost the game the whole playoffs. As, as far as the team, I'll say something about the team. I wish uh, Mario Chalmers and Mike Bibby stopped shooting. They are <laughs> killing me. when it, Mario, the biggest shot Chalmers hit was the, uh, the uh, Kansas-Memphis game. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest <laughs> shot he's ever hit. Uh, and every time I see him take it, he hit one shot. 
at the final seconds, going into the half, I think it was. Yeah, a big one in game two to tie it at the end of the game. At the end of the game, yeah, but he, he's, I think he's hurting the team more than he's helping the team. Mm-hmm. And as far as the coach is getting fired, I'm, I'm, that's, that's some harsh words right there. <laughs> he's, not, he's not, he walked in, he walked into this like. Who, like, uh, Yeah, he walked in exactly what Doc Rivers walked into in Boston. He was going to get fired. And then they gave him another chance when they brought in Kevin Garnett and Ray yeah. Allen. I mean, it's just like, you got to give me a break. But that's what you got to do because Doc Rivers, he only had uh, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce was Dwayne, Paul Pierce was LeBron James in Cleveland. They was, both of those guys were superstars, but they never put help around those guys. So when you bring in uh, uh, KG, you brought, you brought in, uh, uh, who was that, Ray, Ray Allen. Allen. Ray Allen. That team shot up. Now they was the blueprint for well, yeah, across the it, league. It let Doc Rivers keep his job because yeah. they actually had good players. Well, he had no – yeah. Well, he had he didn't no, have one winning season as a coach before that. That's Phil Jackson. Yeah. Phil we Jackson. Have, yeah, but it, Phil Jackson, win, they win championships every – He he's won, what, 11? Well, he won 11. He won 11, and I, I, over all those years, I mean, when Shaq left, they, they lost – they didn't even make the playoffs a couple of years. And, and they win, when they Jordan went and played baseball. Mm-hmm. Right. But he wins championships when he's supposed to. He commands that locker room. Right. He commands that team. They, they, he, when he speaks, they listen. Yep. Eric Spoelstra, they're running all over down, over that man down there in South. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they, they elbowing him in the timeout. He is a puppet because Pat Riley really doesn't want to come down off that high tier of his up in the front office and come back down to this bench and coach this team. He right. don't want to do that. So he has Eric Spoelstra who's pretty much the face of Pat Riley, just sitting down there. And I'm sure Pat Riley, hey, look, just let the guys do their thing. They go do their thing. You just got to sit back. Yeah, really. Call timeout to, to, to let them rest, and that's well, it. Well, let me ask you guys this. What does Dallas have, to, Dallas have to do to win this game tonight? They need to get Jason Terry and Tyson Chandler involved offensively because totally they cannot do it by itself. Mm-hmm. That's what they definitely need to do. And I minimize totally minimize the runs because I is, mean, isn't Jason Terry getting his shots? He's yeah, just missing he them. His shots. Exactly. So that he, I mean, I mean, Dirk Nowitzki was. I mean, did you see the frustration when Terry missed that last mm-hmm. shot? Yeah. yeah, he shouldn't have yeah. taken it in the first place. That's what the frustration was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I say. I say, well, do, do you think you me? You don't take that shot unless I mean, <laughs> he scored twelve <laughs> points in a row. Give me exactly. the Unless I'm in trouble, and I, but, I, but but neither one of those teams played uh, pretty good offense, and the score was 88 to uh, 86. Yep. With, with Dirk taking a shot, you know what I would have did, uh, and I say this uh, before I watched LeBron uh, guard uh, Patriot, that I would have got the ball to uh, Nowitzki and then mm-hmm. ha- and dished it out to uh, uh, Stokovich and right. let him take that last shot uh, because you're gonna kill now. Dirk taking the last shot is not a problem at all. Would never be a problem. But just to mix that thing up and, and having him take the shot. But LeBron was right there on him because I think they right. were thinking the same thing. He was right there. Didn't even help out on Dirk. Uh, but, but that was a shot Dirk had to take. He, I think he had a good look because Haslam was yeah. on him. Yeah. He had a good look. It just came out of there. Yeah, yeah, but I think they should have did it, put it to someone else. Even though he's the go-to guy for the last shot, they they knew they were going to go to uh, uh, Dirk. Yeah, and you so got it's like they should have just just, you know, did something else. You gotta you, know, you gotta play those play. yeah, you gotta play those tendencies and, and Dirk is the guy I am I'm gonna assume he's gonna take the shot every time in the last play. Mm-hmm. Um but when you got when you can mix it up and Pages over there who can shoot as well, uh Jason Terry, you, you I think it was like four seconds left, I think. Four or six seconds. Four point four I think mm-hmm. it was. Okay. Uh yeah. well there's not a whole lot of plays you can run, so you either got one pass and you gotta shoot. But you got to have an open pass, and LeBron stood with that guy the whole time. He sure uh, did. He wasn't getting that. He wasn't getting that off. So but, that was what did decent. you say earlier? Yeah, <laughs> that was mega what decent. What did you say right earlier? You said you got to give it to the guy who has the hot hand. Jason right. Terry didn't have a hot hand. Right. No. No. So, not at all. So look what game two when Dirk Nowitzki took that last shot at the end there when he was uh, being guarded by 
uh, who is that? Uh, Joel Anthony. Joel Anthony, yeah. And he made that shot under pressure at the last second. Give it back to Dirk. Dirk, it's your team. You got the hot hand. You're the mm-hmm. best shooter probably in the league at this point. Take the shot. Don't give it to somebody who's been missing easy <laughs> shots the whole game. Right. Do you guys see the series uh, could have been 3-0 or is, is 2-1 fair uh, given Dallas that, that win? It should be 2-1, but it should be in, in Dallas. In Dallas' favor. Well, it should, it no. no, it should be. <laughs> no, no, no. They need to stop those turnovers. It's too many turnovers in the game. Well, They're doing too should. many turnovers. And, and not to mention, they didn't put a lot of pressure on uh, uh, Dwayne Wade at times and LeBron. So it's, it's well, I don't, they, they the, lost the game themselves. No, it should be it should be three nothing Miami. Miami, Miami was up fifteen nah. in the Miami was up fifteen in the fourth quarter. Fifteen in fourth both, quarter. Well, in in game two, but they was throwing a celebration party. When Dwayne hit that shot in the corner, it was party central. Yeah. Uh, you got to finish the game. See, see how I see it is how I see it is. First of all, if Spolster wasn't the coach. They wouldn't have. Uh, they you wouldn't have released those leads. You still yeah. on him? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So but, no, no. But I, I try to think of an analogy. It's like the little brother that's better than the little big brother in basketball uh-huh. takes a huge lead and then lets him come back because he feels bad because he's older than him, and then they blow it out again and they come back and at the end it's close because the little brother mm-hmm. doesn't want to kill the big brother. But big brother right. should win those games. Well, the big brother I'm saying is Dallas because they're because okay. they're right. older and more and veteran. These guys are just. Uh, you know, ridiculous talent that can they well, should you, blow them out of the building every night. There's well, no know, reason why these games should be close. You know, Pat Riley is actually doing the coaching over there anyway. But so, so why didn't he, why didn't he fire him like he fired Stan Van Gundy and won a championship? Stan Van, Van Gundy was too uh, outspoken. He was <laughs> maybe uh, there you go. Yeah, he was too outspoken, and 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 guys and, and people in leadership want to want to control everything. So when you can't control somebody, if they're not winning, then you're gonna get rid of them. Especially <laughs> you're gonna look for a reason to get rid of them. Yeah, well, we got we got about a minute left. We got about forty five seconds. Uh, we do have a minute with Ken coming back after this break. Ken, minute with Ken. That's always good. Uh, uh, we got Alex Studio, Samaj, which is one of the guys Kadir out in L A. Uh, need to give us some L A. Uh, insight. You better find us something for next week. Some some, <laughs> some juices or something. Go get go so find what? go get Kobe. Tell Kobe call in. Okay, I try to do something. <laughs> we, I want, I want, I want to say a few I things. I can get Kobe. Can I? Can I try to get uh, uh Fisher? What's his name? Don't nah, get Sean. The, the okay. Sean Shannon Brown. <laughs> How about Paul? <laughs> we gonna find Coach Rich. Yeah, we Will you settle for the, the Clippers? Will you settle for the Clippers? Maybe I can get some Clippers. Quarmelasa <laughs> Sports Sometime. Rich, we came from the ATL. Samaj Kadir got Alex in the studio. We be back in two minutes. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Football and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. 
Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the show. We are back. We are live. And we're sitting here in Phoenix. We got some people in L.A. Uh, well, actually in Tempe. That's all the same. And uh, ATL, Hotlanta. And we got, a, we got a minute with Ken. A minute with Ken right now. All right. Hey, today I want to talk about something that's really been bothering me for the last few years. This Pacquiao versus Mayweather fight. Is it going to happen or is it not going to happen? There's a report rumored that Mayweather turned down $65 million to fight Pacquiao. And I got two things that bother me about this. Is the $65 million he turned down, was it because he's actually running, trying to preserve a, a perfect record to go into the retirement books with? Or is it you're really just scared to fight Pacquiao? Is it really the money? Or is it that you're just really just so, you know, just so geeked up about retiring as an undefeated champion? I don't think it's that. I really think it's the money. I think he really wants $100 million which is what his original asking price was. He knows how much the network is going to make off this fight. This it could possibly turn into a $500 million wow. TV revenue pay-per-view deal when, it, when, it, when it's all said and done with. Is $100 million fair enough to give Mayweather, who's proven himself to be a great champion, a fan drawer? He's drawn some of the top highest pay-per-views in boxing history. So if you want to offer this man $35 million and you offer him $65 million, you're only $45 million away from giving him $100 million. Get the deal done and let's get into the ring. But I've got to ask you guys, do you guys really think, is it the $100 million is what's separating him from fighting Pacquiao? Or is it really he's just trying to preserve an undefeated record? He's scared, man. I, I, now, think, I, thought, I was about to say he's scared. I go back and forth on it. I say uh, he's trying to preserve that record because a lot of boxers, I think uh, Rocky Marciano is probably the only one that retired with a perfect record. Uh, and, and then they find a way to knock these champs out or get them knocked out when they get close to breaking that record or close to retiring. And I go back to uh, my guy down in Pensacola, Florida, um, and, and, and when he lost to Tony Tarver, I, I thought, hey, you could beat this guy any day of the week. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. could beat this guy any day of the week. Yeah. Uh, but, but to retire with a perfect record is saying a whole lot uh, in, the, in the world of boxing and this physical sport. Six, like I said I go back and forth with it. $65 million. When you know how much they're making revenue on the TV, on the boxes, on the seats, in the arenas, um, these, guys are not, these guys are not punch drunk yet. If you can get, if you know how much they're making, you can give me a hundred million dollars. And as you mentioned, they're thirty-five to forty uh, million dollars away. If he, if he's gonna get sixty-five million, uh, at the same time, you're talking about Pacquiao, who fights like he, he, you get one hit on Pacquiao, his, his whole game changed. He fights to kill you now. Uh, I watched, I watched him fight the uh, 
Sugar Shane, and I, I didn't like that. I didn't like that performance because Sugar Shane was too nice, too friendly. Uh, he know he wasn't gonna be Pacquiao. He just tried to keep him at bay. Um, they touched gloves. Probably I counted maybe sixty something times. You don't touch mm-hmm. that glove uh, without throwing punches, uh, without throwing a punch that many times. Uh, but I, I go back and forth. Like I said, in my opinion, I, I reserve his judgment. But he's scared. Also, that perfect record. I think he has um, the Mike Tyson syndrome. Who fights one fight, gets a heavyweight champion bout, and then fights nobody for the rest of his life, and then he'll <laughs> he'll fight. You know, he'll fight a Vander, bite his ear off, and then. <laughs> And then plead insanity, and uh, and then it, that's all she wrote. But I, I don't think I don't think he wants to mess that face up. I don't think he wants to get that. I mean, he's uh, what's the biggest fight? I, I don't know. De La Hoya has he fought one after that? After he got hit in the uh, kidneys or the liver? Uh, you know, he he's uh, De La Hoya said, "Here, uh, I'll let you win the fight if you fight, and we make a lot of money together." I mean, it's just like it's Golden Boy Productions. Like, they're, they're gonna make that money. Break. It's Give all me production. Break. I mean, them, these guys are not crazy, and, and can't mention it. If you know what they making in revenue off the TV, uh, at the MGM, whatever, they wherever them. they fight, it, they, they, them. they are killing them with that. Uh, the mm-hmm. the uh, pay per view. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you making five hundred, you think I'm gonna take sixty five? I mean, you making five five hundred million? Mm-hmm. You think I'm gonna take sixty five million? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the one that people are watching. Mm-hmm. You, your promotions, I can promote myself, in which uh, he does. But Money Mayweather promotes himself. He go, he can go on HBO. Uh, and work out a deal with them, and then the he's, but, he's going to roll with but Don King backing him on this, and Bob Arum is going to be backing Pacquiao on this. Between those two guys right there, they should be able to get this deal done. Where mm-hmm. does Pacquiao hail from? The Philippines. Don't you know everybody in that country is going to pay for this fight? This man is like the president over there. He's actually right. an elected yeah. official. He's a congressman over there. Right. This man can run for president and win. When wow. he when he fights, everybody in the Philippines. Purchase this fight. Now you're talking about the biggest money drawer in U.S. Mayweather. Mm-hmm. You know how much money this fight is going to generate on pay per view alone? Where are they going to fight it? We need to get them to sign a contract first before we <laughs> talk about where they're going to fight it. Of course, we know it's going to be in Vegas. Though. Wasn't wasn't uh, Mayweather fighting his uh, ex-wife or something like that? Yeah, that's what he needs to be focused on right now. <laughs> yeah. And his trainer, his uncle, his trainer, he's fighting a battle too with his wife. Yeah, don't. Yeah, this is a family of fighters right there. And that's why you got that that's why that MMA is so much uh get so much I and mean, just like Pitbulls fighting the MMA, uh, these guys in there, because there's nobody to watch in boxing. We watch uh Bernard Hopkins uh beat uh Pascal for a historical win, the oldest guy since uh, George Foreman to get it done. Uh but there's nobody that you really want to watch in boxing. Uh, uh that Pas- wasn't really a big draw. Well, you know what? Um, it was a situation when it wasn't a big draw, but that was the only thing that on TV, as far as boxing is concerned, you still like to see what the execution going to do mm-hmm. to that young guy. So you will watch a Bernard Hawkins fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost didn't because of the comments he made about Donald McNabb, which uh, was black on black crime, yeah. in my opinion. But uh, Pacquiao, you know, did settle a lawsuit with the Golden Boy Production. Was that about some uh, money or something? Mm-hmm. The, the um, was it the fight that was put on with Mayweather or the uh, fight? Uh, with the uh, what was it, La Jolla, De La Jolla? Because I did, um, he did he did make a settlement and uh, yeah. it, 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 it probably was about the um, performing Hanson's mm-hmm. drugs and the lawyer and stuff. You can't say this guy's doing this and doing that. He hasn't mm-hmm. been tested positive for anything, mm-hmm. so it might have been defamation suit or something like that. Yeah, but I also want to go back to, to this point right here where you at, you know you try to figure out what what is the problem. 
um, it's, it can't be the money. Like I said, it can't be the money because guess what? He needs that money. Didn't he just before the last fight, Mayweather fought, was in trouble with taxes with the IRS, and mm. he got that money, he made that money, and he paid him back like almost, what, $7 million? Right. So what, you didn't have $7 million before that to pay him off? You had to wait till you fought to pay off the wow. IRS? Well, all of us know how arrogant he is. He, he thinks, I'm not paying him anything. He he's right. uh he Wesley sniping him. He thinks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he think, I'm not paying you anything. I'm doing doing all this work. And how do you get seven million dollars? Well, if you're making twenty million dollars, seven million dollars might come out your pocket. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's that easy. And they, they, a boxer probably fight twice a year, mm-hmm. a real fight. Uh, those guys who's already at the top of their game probably fight twice a year. Uh, they, I think they have to fight every six months, if I'm not mistaken. Well, he commands mm-hmm. about $25 million per fight, just like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson and, and Mayweather are only two fighters in history to ever command $25 million per fight, guaranteed off the top, plus any uh, additional revenues after uh, that. Off the door, a percentage on the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, he also did a deal with uh, HBO uh, with the Pacquiao st- I mean, I'm sorry, the um, Mayweather stuff, where he's just mm-hmm. talking, talking what he does, mm-hmm. what he do, talk, 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 show off. He is, he is good. Mm-hmm. Now, now he is good. Mm-hmm. All right, man. That's a great minute with Cam. But I do want to get into this. We probably got about fifteen I talk minutes. More about that. I want to get a. I want to get some uh, <laughs> Plaxico Bears in. I want to get some mm-hmm. USC in. Uh, well, give, give me a guess, Mister. Because Plax- get it in. Plaxico's coming back. You got Tiki Barber coming back. Uh, neither, neither, neither one of these, <laughs> neither one of these, neither one of these guys are going to the Giants. Here's the fit. Tiki Tiki. Here's where Plaxico is going. And this could be a great fit with him. And I'm no genius in this. Uh, not really, per se. Um, <laughs> St. Louis Rams. Hmm. St. Louis. St. Louis Got Rams. Redskins. No. Good fit. Good, good fit because the, uh, who's the Rams coach again? Yes, exactly. Who did, where did he coach at when Rams was there? Exactly. That, did Michael Vick say something about he wanted him to come to the Eagles? He don't, Mike Vick don't need him. Michael Vick needs just uh they need a running. They, they need a study running game because they got the receivers. Uh, they need to actually need to build their defense over there in Philadelphia. But that's Plaxico, what let them down. huh? Yeah, that's, that's what the, let them down. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're gonna say you're gonna say the Rams. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw a team out there because of the free agency situation on their team. New York Jets. New All York. three top receivers are free agents. Yeah, Braylon Edwards, uh, Santonio Holmes. Mm-hmm. They gonna sign those guys back. Braylon Edwards probably. Braylon Edwards probably. He, he's twenty eight years old. He's probably the, the top guy out of all those free agents. Who's a free agent well, receiver? I mean, you really going to say that against a former NFL uh, wide receiver was an MVP, right? Of yeah. a Super Bowl, absolutely. Is Antonio Holmes? No, no, I, not San Antonio. Oh yeah, yeah. He San Antonio Holmes, man. He can't stay out of trouble. Well, neither one of those guys can stay out of trouble. What sure. trouble has he been in since he's been there? Trouble. I ain't say he, had, uh, he got in something re- recently. He's been I mean, in trouble. He just goes to the club down in Miami, just choke out a couple of girls. That's about him. He came. <laughs> he came to the Jets in trouble. He came there in trouble. I think. I think Plastic. I, here, here, it is. Braylon Edwards because he's still young. Um, yeah. Uh, Plastico, What is he going to be? Thirty three, thirty four, something like that. Something like that. Uh, yeah. But he hasn't. You know, he hasn't been taken in beatings. Not. Not outside of prison. I don't know what. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened in uh in, in prison. Mean, what, what kind of beating had to be taken? Getting beat beaten. Getting getting that getting that getting that beat beat on. I don't know. With my mind, I'm thinking about beat beating something else and I hope Yeah. But uh what about the um who who else you got? I got, you got, one. I got one. Steve Smith. Chargers. Char- yeah, because now, they, they got one of the best arms in football. 
who can throw it up, and Plaxico Burris, and that's he can all still jump, and, he, and you can't teach height. What is he, 6'6"? Six, six? You can't teach. Uh, he's 6'5", but, yeah, you, but you you're right. You can't teach jumping and catching. Like Randy Moss. Randy Moss will play forever. He'll play longer than Terrell Owens will because Terrell Owens mm. needs to get a running start. Mm. Randy <laughs> Moss can just catch, jump up, catch the ball. I mean, same thing with Plax. Plus, I, I'll say he's not as old as his age because he hasn't done anything in two and a half, what, two and a half years, three yeah, years? Yeah, I'll say one of the things with Plaxico is he, uh, he's been to that big game. He's, he's beat the best team, one, one of the, arguably the best teams in the Ever. Patriots. Uh, I say because he know how to box out well. Uh-huh. He, he could take uh, any size defensive back. Um, I like to see him with Revis. It's the reason why the Jets may want him, and that was a good uh, selection, Ken, why the Jets may want him. But they have to give up uh, San Antonio or um, Braylon. But the Jets, they don't have to put uh, Revis on him. That's that's a great combination. Counsel that guy out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You counsel, counsel that guys out. Mm-hmm. But I, I think uh, when it's all said and done, I can't see him back in New York. Although New York may accept him, them, them fans are crazy. Uh, they just they just want to win. I know the uh, Manning guy want him, uh, oh, but but Saint, but Saint Louis Rams with that young quarterback over there, that young smart talented quarterback, mm-hmm. and and this team is on the rise as far as winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that's the team. Yeah, but do you think he wants to be on a team that's rebuilding? You want to think a team that that's going to win now? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have that much time. Rex Ryan is right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that'd be the only thing because he he's got what. Two good years left, maybe if he can actually come back. I think he got three. If he if he take care of himself, he got three Pro Bowl years. Yeah, three well, may, three mean, Pro Bowl three uh, mentioned. You got he will be mentioned as one of the best. He get but you have to go to the right offense. Um, and I think St. Louis won. St. Louis they are rebuilding, but this this will be a quick rebuild for those guys. You know what, Kwame? But I'm sure you can uh, kind of contest this. Also, he has his ring already. Yeah. He just lost thirty five million dollars getting locked up. At your age, shouldn't you just be thinking about the money, not the ring? So St. Louis might be a good fit if, they, if the price is right. If the if price, the price is, right. is right, he'll go to Buffalo if they can pay him the most money. Right, yeah. right. You so want Yeah. Well, we're going to take a break, man. But you do want to get that money. You make a legitimate point, Ken. Uh, I got a ring. Want that money. <laughs> we'll be back in two minutes. <laughs> That want to make sure my cast is closed Rap critics say money cash holes I'm from the hood, stupid, what type of facts are those? If you grew up with holes in your sack Your internet flagship station for sports Voice America Sports The job of a professional athlete is never complete In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for a top show about horse racing and handicapping? Looking to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies website, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. Listen for top plays for the weekend in the spot play of the week and win prizes just for listening. Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer is live Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a business ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. 
Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Ken from ATL left because he didn't want to hear my sexy voice in his last segment. Uh, we are back on the Kwame Lodge Sports Sometime. Rich with Ken from the ATL. And Rich really is sometime. And we got uh, Samaj and uh, L.A. Kadir. We got Alex in the studio. We had a good minute with Ken. We were talking about a whole lot of uh, uh, stuff about Ken. Ken always have a good minute with Ken. So that's why I like to wait for yeah. it. I don't like to – I don't ask him for it because he always come up with some good stuff. It may yeah, be – yeah, it may be some hot. stuff you already seen in the in, in the sporting news, but and he bring it up to the minute, so that that was always good. Yeah, I do I, like I do want to talk about this, and you guys weigh in on this: USC being stripped of their 2004 BCS title, uh, and it's all predicated on what Reggie Bush did as a Trojan. Um, B, BCS title um, after beating Oklahoma in that game, 55-19, in the Orange Bowl, which I really don't know if Oklahoma should have been in that game. Mm-hmm. Because uh, right. I, I still like what Auburn was doing. Auburn was mm-hmm. undefeated at the point, if, I mean, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. You had uh, Utah. Utah, I think they ended up playing some team in the uh, SEC. But Utah was a good team. So how do you not – they have to fix the BCS, and we've always said that since it's been established. Um, and you just take the um, C out of, this, out of that title. It's a BS Bowl. Uh, but the <laughs> – but <laughs> Are they, is this right, and who's at fault for this? Uh, the USC Trojans being stripped of their title, and why there's there no there's no replacement? He was stripped of his Heisman, uh, but we let's talk about their title. Why is there's no replacement? Why doesn't uh, a team like Auburn, who was ranked second across the board and BCS and uh, AP, why do not they do not get moved up into that? And if you can arguably say Auburn. I don't know if you want to mention Oklahoma because they did lose in the game that they play in. Alex? I mean, <clears throat> nothing that the BACS does makes sense, so this just goes you know, par for the course. I mean, uh, USC kept the AP championship, yeah. so if they were to get stripped of that, maybe there would be a conversation. But, I mean, it's not, I don't think that – first of all, I don't think they should have got stripped from it. Um, mm-hmm. And there's no way that you can replace it because nobody else right. won, so you just can't replace it. All I mean, right. it's not like he took improv- – it's not like he – uh, somebody took the SATs for him, or he wasn't eligible to play. He he took right. money, so I don't even think that they should have been stripped. I, this is why college players just get paid, and then this wouldn't even be a problem, right? But and Kwame, I think you touched on that last week about they should just give college players, whether it's softball or or baseball, uh, women or men, should have some compensation playing the sport because right. if when you're coming into uh, um, the the professional or I can't say professional or the, the, the NCAA and you're not having money, you are tempted to, um, you know, be persuaded by these agents that will offer you money or, you know, a house for your family and stuff like that. So when all this stuff goes down with the players, you, it is a, it's a lot of backlash and it goes to the, co- it goes always to the coaches. Also, uh, you look at Lane Kiffin, a guy who I just think is, I just think is crooked guy. I don't think mm-hmm. he's a decent guy at all. Nope. Uh, well, you know, you, you can look at anybody's background, but, but his stuff is so out in front and the things he do. He was in Tennessee. Now, speaking of Tennessee, uh, Hamilton, the AD at Tennessee, resigns uh, today. He resigned today, and it looked like he resigned. But I think after getting out and doing that, doing that, uh, the nonsense with Lane Kiffin and, and what happened with the uh, softball, I think it's their women's softball team. Uh, but a lot of this backlash, and we can go back to Ohio State when the five players. See, the BCS, in my opinion, 
they suspend, they let guys play in the BCS game for their ratings in the TV. And, they, and I'm talking about the superstar guys. Uh, and you can talk about those guys, those five guys at Ohio State. Then they, after the game is done, then the backlashes come because it's all about money with these guys. That's why I say the BCS, you take that C, that C out of it, and it's just exactly what it is. Yeah. It's about money. You can't, you can't punish these guys. You, you can, but you won't punish these guys until you make the revenue off them. So when they decide to make revenue for themselves, selling jerseys, uh, signing footballs, we can't work if, you can't work if you're on scholarship, athletic scholarship uh, in a program, which I completely don't understand. Mm-hmm. So if, if there are situations that I probably shouldn't – probably you know what, I'm not going to bring it up on the air because there are situations uh, where – there's kickbacks. You talk, take the top 15 schools' programs, just the programs, athletic programs. You can walk through there, and you can always find some something illegal about them. It's just who you All want right. to, uh, who you want to punish, and when you want to punish them. Right. And I, I think, um, I think the Ohio State should get the death penalty. They won't because they Ohio State, and they bring a lot of revenue. They bring TV money. They are now in a new yeah. conference, uh, and I don't think it's going to happen for them. Mm-hmm. But but how can they penalize uh, USC like they did and not penalize Ohio State though? Like is that just USC? It's not, but it, it really doesn't matter. USC is not going to be at, in trouble at all with getting recruits. They're going to still be able to get some of the top recruits because I think their sanction is probably we talking 30, about. But they took thirty scholarships from them. Yeah, but in thirty scholarships, those guys they recruit they recruit out of LA. They recruit out of California. Those guys are going to want to still go stay home and go to school there, right. and they're still going to have some of the best athletes in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lane Kipman going to lie to half of them and tell them, you, you get this, you get that, <laughs> and you, if right. you be around long enough, we will win another national championship. All they're going to do is hop on is we will win a national championship. Don't you want to be a part of that? And they right. can't take that away from us like they took, that, took the 2004-2005 season uh, that they took away from those guys. So they already got their sales pitch is what you say. <laughs> he, he always got a sales pitch. A liar always have a sales pitch. Mm-hmm. And I think Lane Kipman is that guy. Um, it, it's just it's, – I think the – I think the NCAA and the BCS is just a broke, flawed uh, program. Broke, uh, the system is flawed. I think it's broke. They need to go back into those whatever books or, uh, or rules and laws and regulations they have. They need to go back and look at them and see if they can live up to them themselves if they was – that college guy, or that, or they came from this place, or they, there's always going to people. You got to keep those people off the campus. You, you like the middleman who does the recruiting has nothing to do with sports, but he's a middleman, and then you got to give him fifty thousand dollars just to talk to a guy. He has nothing to do with sport. Mm-hmm. You got to keep guys like that off the campus. Keep him out of the system. It's all on how you verbiage the uh, or, or language the the conversation, and it makes it legit. Yeah, right. I mean, I think the only difference between the NFL lockout and this going on, because the schools make so much money, all the bowl games, yeah. all the TV rights, everything, is that there's no players association because these people are kids. Yeah, That's the only right. thing, because there's the same people, the rich people up top, the boosters, that don't want to pay these kids, that want... Uh, BCS is going to get... Oh, they get so much money when all these bad things happen. They put all these sanctions on everybody. They don't have to... I mean, and the only devil's advocate statement I can make is that the kids that are on scholarship are getting paid in essence, $80,000 a 
to go to school there for four years because they don't have to pay for anything. Yeah, and, yeah, and, right, but I mean, but, but that, but yeah, but it's yeah, you're right. But you can't work if you're on scholarship. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. You should be to work because that doesn't that eighty thousand dollars. Let's just say that education costs eighty thousand dollars. Let's just say that it could be a uh, hundred at USC. It's hundred. It's, it's one hundred and sixty. Yeah. Uh huh. To go it's, to school there. Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna tell you like this: playing sports and working because I did play uh, basketball in college and. You, I mean, it's so stressful. How can you play basketball, get your studies, and work? You can't do it. Well, that's why a lot of people do don't it. study. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> that's why they don't study, and they get in trouble, right. and, they, and they find a quick way. And you know what? I, you know what? I say this, and and then if you, anybody got a problem with it, is listening, uh, call into the show, and we we'll argue about it. If, if, <laughs> if, if my son uh, ever gets the chance to uh, make money before he go to school, millions of dollars, let's just say it's baseball. What school you think I'm sending him to? I'm sending him to the ten million dollars. At that point, it becomes the parent's obligation to make sure he gets his education, his degree. You right. send him to school. You go to school to make money. Uh, any, like I, as I said, any school, you um, any school in the top fifteen, in the, in the top fifteen programs, they are all going to be some illegalities there. They're going to be some things right. right there that's not going to sit well or fit into the NCAA rulebook, fit into the BCA uh, that BS nonsense. But it's for to make money for those guys. We've right. seen plenty of times where there should have been teams playing for the national championship, but they wasn't. Is is who brings the most uh, revenue to the t- the TV money? Who brings the most to the stadiums? I watch Notre Dame go five and six and go to a big ball game. You know why? Because <laughs> Notre Dame fans travel, mm-hmm. and they got and, and Alex. You talk about the boosters; those boosters play a huge part in that. Mm-hmm. And plus, mm-hmm. Notre Dame has their own TV contract, right? So imagine, NBC. yeah. So imagine them not in a bowl game, and they five and six. We got a minute, and I'll let you guys uh, get your final words in. The only other word I was going to say. Oh, sorry, Samarj. Um, is if Cam Newton didn't get in trouble, right? Nothing he, happened. Not to him? yet. Okay, so and, yet. and they said, you know, take the money. No, Cam Newton didn't get in trouble. Yeah. Only for a minute and thirty seconds, he was ineligible. Then he's eligible again. So what's the difference no between difference. Reggie and him? No difference. Because it was his father. It was his parents. Mm-hmm. It wasn't him. So what's it? Because he was going to be the number one pick overall. This wasn't even brought up. It, Reggie went what two? He went two. or three. He went three. He went. Uh, who went? Um, uh, Mario Williams and Vince. Oh Vincent. yeah, that's right. Um, but um. Yeah, if if he would have been if he would have gone number one and this came up, same thing would have happened, and they would have saw their championship. Yeah, it was all politics. Samaj, real quick. Okay, I'm just going to say this. At the end of the day, the USC are still the 2004 national champions. Yeah. You, you got to give it to them. I mean, they can take away the title and the little gold ball, but at the end of the day, these players still have their rings, and they can't take those back. So, you know, they can say whatever they want to say. You know, Reggie Bush did whatever he did, but they are still the 2004 national champions. So that's that's a great point. A, a lot of a lot of players on that team feel like that. Hey, we are gonna get out of here. Uh, thanks, Alex, uh, Samaj, uh, Ken from the ATL, Squam Lots of Sports. We see you guys next week. Check out the fan page. We do have a lot of things up there to discuss about uh, what's going on in the world of sports. Bye. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.